Good evening, and welcome into the Still Needing to Be Named podcast. I'm your host for the evening, uh, ET Dubs. I'm going to be flying solo here today in our first ever college football instant recap, and we're going to be highlighting three things here today. Um, and we're going to go ahead and start right away with. Uh, talking about the Texas Longhorns and their 10-point victory on the road in Bryant-Denny Stadium over the number three Alabama Crimson Tide. So this was one that, you know, Alabama really didn't have a whole lot going on in the first half and then somehow found a way to be up by the end of the third quarter, 16 to 13, you know, after Milrow finally hits that big touchdown pass. Um, and he, he had a couple of big throws tonight, but the two that may have been the difference in the game were two really terrible interceptions. Um, and there were questions uh, throughout the night, I think, uh, on social media about if Nick Saban needed to turn somewhere else. Uh, but clearly he feels like Milrow is the best answer. And he, you know, he did all right. He was inconsistent more than anything. Um, Alabama did not help him out up front. Uh, they got pushed around they were not able to run the ball at all. Average 3.1 yards a carry. Texas also couldn't run the ball. Just 2.8 yards a carry for them as a team. But they did have Quinn Ewers, who was consistent. He was consistently good tonight. Uh, hit a couple of deep throws. Hit most of his intermediate routes. Missed on a couple of shorter ones early in the game. But kind of settled down. Um, and like I say, it was a game where Alabama had that had that lead at the end of the third quarter and it just felt like a classic Nick Saban. Oh yeah, you've, you've been pushing us around, but now I've got you right where I want you at the end of this game. And it just didn't turn out that way. Texas kept on pushing around Alabama up front. Quinn Ewers kept on dropping dimes and the Longhorns come away with what's a program defining victory for them in this era of college football as they look to head towards the SEC next year. Um, the, I called it the Is Texas Back game officially, even though we've had many of those over the year. This was one, you know, they were still an underdog, but they were always going to be underdogs in games like these until they finally won one. And it felt like this was the year, you know, almost getting it done last year. Uh, and they finally were able to get it done. So now the question for Texas is, can you focus the rest of the season in Big 12 play? You know, because this is obviously a huge win, and it's going to reflect in the rankings we see coming out tomorrow from the AP poll and the coaches. Uh, but can you focus in the Big 12? You know, can you keep doing this? Uh, a lot to like from the Longhorns tonight and a lot of reasons to think that they're a playoff contender. Um, but, you know, you just want to see them 
continue to do that. As for Alabama, um, you know, it's not the end of the world. Texas is clearly a good, talented team, and they're, they've got the schedule to get back into it. You know, obviously a one-loss SEC champion, Alabama wouldn't be left out, but uh, there are a lot of questions before you can just mark them down there. I mean, getting there is the first issue, and then uh, the Georgia Bulldogs uh, are also a major impediment to that end game for Alabama. So we'll we'll see. I mean, you think they'll continue to stay with Jalen Milrow after, you know, tonight, a tough game. He did make some throws, like I said, but overall, uh, Alabama's got to clean it up on the offensive line and in the secondary. It feels like Kool-Aid McKinstry's the only one making plays for them back there at times. Um, So we'll move on from that, and (laughs) we'll talk about Coach Prime and the Buffaloes of Colorado, who got it done big time today. Nobody, again, really know how to feel about this one, except for Colorado. And it, it went exactly the way. Coach Prime said it would a 36-14 victory over Matt Rules Cornhuskers in his second game as the head coach at Nebraska. Um, and this also a game that stayed close early. Jeff Sims continuing to turn the ball over at an alarming rate. He's not handling snaps well. He's not seeing safeties. You'd think they they really need to start looking somewhere else at quarterback. But the story of the game, of course, is Colorado. Shadur Sanders, again, throwing for almost 400 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions in this one. Um, They they ran the ball just 33 times for only 58 yards, but it, it didn't really matter. They got it done when they needed to, and they pulled away in the second half when Nebraska looked shaken up a little bit and folded the way we've seen them fold in these kinds of games over the past few years in Colorado behaving in a way we have not seen them behave in in decades on the field. Um, so proof in the pudding for Dion uh, and company out there. Not a lot to talk about that one. Yeah, really, because it was it ended up being a blowout. But you, you gotta mention Dion. They they're gonna have game day in town next week for actually what should be their easiest game of the season so far against Colorado State, and then I believe in a couple of weeks they get Oregon, who did get a victory against Texas Tech tonight, closer than they would have liked. Um, bad beats game. If you had any money on it, a 7.5 line and Texas Tech throwing a pick six to end up with an eight-point loss to the Ducks at home. Uh, But so anyways, uh, looking forward for Colorado, you know, it's going to be a question of the depth. There there is no question about the playmakers out there. Travis Hunter, uh, again, continuing to do what he does. Nothing 
and you know really going for him in the same way in the receiving game this week. Three three catches for seventy three yards. Uh, still exciting every time he touches the ball and defensively. Probably the best guy out there on the field for him on every snap. So just interested to see what they continue to do, and I'm sure it will be televised the whole way. Uh, The last thing I wanted to cover was the offense from Clemson. (laughs) I I suppose Clemson as a whole, but the, the defense really looked fine today, so there's not much to talk about there. But, of course, following the performance or lack thereof against Duke, there are as many questions, if not more, than there were last season around the Tigers' offense. Uh, You know, new face at quarterback and offensive coordinator, and a lot of folks feeling like it would be an automatic upgrade. It turned out not to be the case on Labor Day night. Um, and the one of the issues for them in that game was turning the ball over uh, in bad positions. And they, they had a couple of bad turnovers again today. Uh, they were in it with Charleston Southern early. A terrible, terrible pick six from Cade Klubnick. Actually had them down 14 to 7. They eventually stabilized, took the lead going into the half. Uh, Big third quarter from them. Klubnik ended up over 315 yards, I believe over 70% uh, completion percentage. The only pick of the game, that really bad one. Uh, Clemson running the ball well as a team again. You know, Charleston Southern, so not much to glean from that, uh, but some steps forward, I believe, in the second half. But again, you, you've got to see him give up those turnovers. You know, stop giving up the ball in bad spots. Um, so we'll we'll see if they can do that moving forward. Um, they've got Florida Atlantic next week at 8 o'clock, and that's the last tune-up before Florida State comes in, Florida State beating up on Southern Miss right now. And uh, Clemson's not ready yet. They got a, they got a little ways to go, so we'll see if they take those steps next week before Florida State comes to town. Uh, that's a big weekend. We also get Notre Dame and Ohio State and like I Previously mentioned Oregon, Colorado. But, uh, you know, this will pretty much wrap up the cast. A a very nice week of college football, and we've still got a few going on right now. USC, Stanford, um, but USC kind of pulling away already in the first quarter here. Uh, Wisconsin just went down to Washington State, as I mentioned, Oregon. Uh, came back to beat Texas Tech there in the fourth quarter in Lubbock. Um, no other notable results I can think of. Tennessee struggled a little bit with Austin P early, but they ran away late. Uh, Ohio State, a big day for Marvin Harrison, but they didn't necessarily dominate Youngstown State. 
the way they're used to doing in those games. Uh, so a lot of shakiness at the top of college football right now, and it seems like it's going to end up being a very interesting season. We'll try and keep on checking on it every week, and I appreciate everybody tuning in. 